All right, everybody. What's up? What's up? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I pray in Jesus' name that this is a stupendous, remarkable, fantastic, uh, just amazing year for you, for me, for all believers, for everybody, whoever you are. It is 2022, and I haven't been live in a, in a while. I don't know how long, but I mean, yeah, I haven't been live live in a in a minute. So I haven't been live since I know it's been like two weeks. And I promised you guys I was going to upload more videos and stuff like that. And I'm going to keep my promise because that's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to do a video on New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. But I just want to do a video real quick, finishing off the series I was doing with you guys called Why Go to Church. So why why go to church, right? That that series can be found on my YouTube channel. So I'm sharing my screen on my YouTube channel, Uplift Past Crossroads. So if you want to see my screen, my background looks way better on YouTube, by the way, and on Facebook, Sean Christopher Jenkins. Uh, you know, I also have a podcast, Uplift Past Crossroads, as well. Uh, so yeah, I'm sharing my screen. Here goes my social media pages. You can see it again on my YouTube channel, Uplift Past Crossroads. You can see my screen on Sean Christopher Jenkins as well, my LinkedIn and Facebook page. Uh, I got Twitter, Snap, Instagram, TikTok, at Trouble Don't Last, and Instagram page, my underscore daily underscore Bible. Hello, everybody on there. By the way, I'm, on, I'm live on Instagram as well. And then my Tumblr, Trouble Don't Last, number one. But hey, man, it, it has been a minute. I haven't talked to you guys in so long, man. But anyways, let's go ahead and get to it. So one uh, again, uh, I'm going to share my screen again. I'm, on, I'm doing a series on my YouTube channel on the book of 1 Corinthians 12. So uh, I always put my Bible studies and lessons that I do um, and sermons, whatever it is, I'm going to film what I'm doing just so I can study film and study uh, and get better and hone in my gift and get better at my spiritual gifts and talents like we're talking about with this series. And so I can be my best version of, uh, so I can be the best version of Christ I can be for all believers and stuff like that. But anyways, here goes the series, Why I Go to Church. Uh, it can be found on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. But yeah, with this series, man, we're talking about so much things because in 1 Corinthians 12, man, it just hits so much stuff. Just talking about the body of Christ, you know, talking about, um, you know, your function in the body of Christ. I'm going to get into all that in a minute. But in this video, it's titled, uh, Don't Rob the Church of Your of your Gift, right? Don't rob the church of your gift or gifts, right? Because you could have multiple spiritual gifts. Or it's called hoarding your gift, right? So here go a few questions for you guys. So with First Corinthians 12, man, these questions hit home for me with First Corinthians 12. Are you ready for this? So what is church? Like, what is church to you? What is church in the Bible sense? You know what I'm saying? Then also, why do you go to church? Then do you feel as if you are given the church, your local church, or the big church in general? So the whole body of Christ everything that you have. Are you giving the body of Christ everything that you have, right? And do you feel as if church is stupid? Now, I remember when I was younger, I thought church was just dumb. Like, yes, there were times where I felt the spirit of God, and there was times where church was remarkable and amazing, but there was also times where and I would say it was kind of it was kind of 50-50 when I was younger, but when I got older, it was even more so like boring and just Ugh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how it is for you guys, but it's just like that for you. 
like at the church you go to, a church you used to go to when you were a kid or stuff like that. But yeah, like it was just boring. You know what I'm saying? Like I know you guys get what I'm saying. So like, is church like that for you? And this is what First Corinthians 12 talks about. Like, cause it hits so much stuff. But uh, also with First Corinthians 12, before I hit anything, before I talk about hoarding your spiritual gifts, holding back what God has given you from the body of Christ, man, uh, here goes a life application. So biggest thing I learned in First Corinthians 12 is just talking about and uh, discovering, um, you know, what's my function in the church? How did God create me and knitted and crafted me? And what should I be doing in the body of Christ, in the local church, in the whole body of Christ in general for all eternity? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, so I finally... Through the first uh, first Corinthians twelve, which also you can just look at first Corinthians twelve on all the videos I did on YouTube channel upload past crossroads. Also on my Instagram pages, uh, trouble don't last and my underscore Bible. I have a series on it, but uh, yeah, just just from doing first Corinthians twelve, I finally decided I want to finally go into the ministry, right? Like my biggest thing of trying to figure out why, let I me mean, figure out when I should go into the ministry and why is. Um, yeah, I didn't know what church to do it with because technically you have to do it through a denomination because that's a church. Most churches are not denominational, right? So even non-denominational churches are a denomination. So I wanted to go to, you know, be a part of a local church, but I, I didn't know what denomination to do it under because I don't really, I hate how we're divided and we have denominations and we're not all one and unified. It really ticks me off. But uh, yeah, God spoke to me. And even when it comes to like First uh, Corinthians 12, you know, God was just telling me a few things. Like, and I talked about this in my series, Why I Go to Church, you know, be faithful in the little. Like, let me share my screen so you guys can see this series that I, I did on my YouTube channel. Like, these videos are all stuff that God has like taught me through First Corinthians 12 and spirit, you know, learning my spiritual gift, learning what the spiritual gifts are. And here it is. It's like, you know, maybe the problem's you, you know, uh, you should watch this video on my YouTube channel. Maybe the problem's you in, on my series, Why I Go to Church? Because so many people think the church is the problem. So many people think the church has so many problems, but maybe you're the problem. Maybe you're the problem because you're not doing anything and you feel like you're too good for the church, you know, <laughs> or you're not good enough. Like maybe you're the problem, you know, and that goes deep. So just watch that video. Or maybe it's connecting with other believers, connecting with one another, which we should do. Why? Because what would your right hand do without its left hand? You know, sometimes we feel like our left hand has no significance if you're not left-handed or vice versa. If you're left-handed, you feel like your right hand has no significance. Is that, you know, but you were to cut your right hand or your left hand off, you need both of them. They both have a function. They both have a role to play, right? So it's important for believers to connect with each other so the body can function at full capacity and exactly like God wants it to function, right? Some Another video I did was, you know, be faithful in the little. You should be faithful in the little things because people want God to do grand things and great things in their lives. But are you doing the little things for him to do the grand and great things? Because if you're not doing the little things, he will not do anything great. You, you won't see anything miraculous because you aren't faithful with the little things. And even what you have will be taken away from you. These are all scripture verses. You should watch that video too on that series I did. And then the last shall be first and the first shall be last, man. The last shall be first and the first shall be last. That is so powerful because in church, man, we we 
puff up the preacher, man. We anybody who's more visual and more vocal and whose spiritual gifts are more awesome. Like people think speaking in tongues is awesome. People think prophesying is awesome. People think uh, you know, casting out demons and doing miracles is amazing. And we elevate people like that. And then we look down upon people who can only cook <laughs> in the church, who just cook, who who's just an usher. You know, you ain't nobody. Like, you know, like we look down at people like that when Paul is telling us through this whole series in 1 Corinthians 12, but especially with my video, the last shall be first and the first shall be last, that the people who are least in the church should be elevated the most. That That's God's love right there. Because why? Because your heart, even though it's hidden from us and from the world seeing it, doesn't mean it's not significant. You know, it doesn't have to be visible to be significant. Why? Because you can't live without your heart. Actually, all the blood flows from your heart. And because of the heart, everything else can function. Same thing for the two lungs. You know, like everything significant. A spine. Oh, my gosh. What would you do without your spine? You know what I'm saying? Like your big toe. Fun fact. Did you know with your big toe, if you cut off your big toe, you know you won't be able to walk? Just one. Just one big toe. You don't have to do both of them. But just go ahead and do both of them. You know, this is what I talked about with 1 Corinthians 12. So, guys, like the life application for me, I'm going to ask you guys a question. You know, why why am I going into the ministry? Like, this is a question for me, actually. <laughs> so why am I going into the ministry? Why did this series teach me that I should go into the ministry? So with 1 Corinthians 12, it taught me that, you know, we are a body of Christ one. You know, if we love Christ, we'll love others in the body. You know, if others in the body are hurting, we should help them. We should do whatever it takes to meet their needs. I'm when you hurt your pinky, I, I have a, I did this example on my YouTube with this series, you know, why I go to church on my YouTube channel. But I have a splinter that I cannot see on my middle finger, on my left, on my left hand. So if you have any suggestions how to, how to fit, get rid of it, please help me. Please DM me, whatever you just comment on this video. I don't care what you do. Just please help me. But <laughs> I have a metal splinter on my left middle finger and I can't see it. So like anytime I just scrub on any surface, especially metal, especially clothing, even my hair, like it just hurts so bad. So like I my whole body has to like be careful whenever I do anything with my whole left hand, because I have to make sure I don't hurt my middle finger, my, my left middle finger. You guys get that? So my whole body tries to meet my left middle fingers, knees, even my brain, even the head tells the whole body what to do, right? So this Jesus is the head, by the way, right? So Jesus is telling the whole body to take care of one another, take care of the functions in the Bible that needs to take care of the functions in the Bible that needs it the most. So what body parts are hurting on you and what body parts are hurting in the church in general, in the church today? What does the church need? It needs you, by the way, it needs you. I'm, I need to. I thought this series was over, but I need to do that video. The church, the body of Christ needs you. This is what I learned through 1 Corinthians 12, guys. And I haven't even got to it yet, guys. We haven't even read it or anything. But yeah, like, um, so in saying all that, guys, you know, with if all the if the body's hurting, and if you love Christ and you love God, won't you won't you do what it takes to meet other people's needs who are hurting? Won't you weep with those who weep? So, guys, like, you know, uh, I really feel like that uh somebody comment, I gotta read what they said. So Jonette A. Rodriguez, number 50. So y'all follow her on Instagram. She commented on my Instagram page, Trouble Online. She said, we'll have you been to the doctor. You need to go 
where you can get help. Yeah, I do. I do need to go. go. And then she said, those are gifts from God. If you don't use what he has given you, he'll find someone that will let him work through you to God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, guys. So with me, why did I decide to go into the ministry just from studying first things 12 is the church, you know, I, everybody wants a cop out. So everybody, instead of going to the churches that are struggling the most and helping out, you probably feel like that about your local church or the church of your childhood, right? That's how I feel about mine. So, so when it comes to that church, like I did everything possible to not be a part of that church. I don't want to be. Nobody I grew up with is a part of that church anymore. They, we used to have 90 kids at that church. Now we got probably five. I don't think we have any kids no more. Like we had 90 when I was a kid. Well, now we have none. Like it's all older people now. I'm the only young person, me and my siblings. And mo- most of them don't go. But anyways, <laughs> guys, you see my point? Like our church is struggling, but we're a part of the AME church. That's my, uh, the African Methodist Episcopal Church at the 13th district in Nashville, Tennessee. That's the church I've been going to all my life. Scotch Chapel AME Church in Hermitage, Tennessee, if you want to attend. Uh, I'll be uh, involved way more than I've ever been. So, uh, yeah, with that church, um, I always thought it was pathetic, man, because it was dying. Left and right, we see plenty of churches dying. And people want to cop out, you know, like we want to go to these mega churches just have has all the resources already, has all the blessings already. You know, they have a have coffee, you know, they have buffets. Thanksgiving, Christmas is amazing with everything. Like, I mean, mega churches, like the pastors, motivational, relevant, all that stuff, guys. Like the ministries are huge, huge. Like pastor has best-selling Arthur, plenty of books. Like it's just a lot of money. Everybody, oh man, famous people go there. Uh, young people, the young people are there in in flocks, in numbers. Y'all get what I'm saying? Like in drones. That's what I'm trying to say, in drones. Young people are there. And matter of fact, people my age who are single, man, they're ready to mingle, man. They'll find people there because the church is so huge. And then they have multiple locations. Then they have multiple services on Sunday, even on Saturday and Wednesday. And man, you can go whenever, whenever meets your needs. But then those small churches, those local churches, man, they only, they got some don't get church at 8 a.m. I ain't getting up at no 8 a.m. Sunday school be at 6 30 anymore. You crazy, man. You crazy. <laughs> yeah, but like my church, yeah, Sunday school at 9.45 a.m. Worship service at 11. But anyways, you guys get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, man. Some churches are just dying out. But you know, you can't you can't hold back your gift any longer. You can't hold back what you have to offer the body of Christ any longer. What is the body of Christ? Who is in the body of Christ? And are you meeting their needs? Like, we're going to cover that in this video. We've been covering that through that whole series of 1 Corinthians 12, like I've been saying. So I'm just painting a picture right now. So, guys, are you on the sidelines? Don't be on the sidelines anymore. You must play your role. You have a function. You have a gift. The body needs you. I need to do a video on that. The body needs you. So let's go ahead in 1 Corinthians I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 12, verse 14 through 25. So you guys should get your Bibles out. You should, I want you guys to see these verses. So I'm sharing my screen on uh, my YouTube channel, channel Upload Past Crossroads, my Facebook page, Sean Christopher Jenkins, my Twitter page, Trouble Don't Last. You can see my screen on all those. You just can't see it on my Instagram pages. I'm sorry, Instagram. But here we go. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 14 through 25. Let's read it. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not an eye, 
I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? What? If the whole body were an ear, where would the hearing be? So where would the ear be? If the whole were an ear, so hearing, where would the smelling be? You know? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members? Yet, but one body in the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet. I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary than those members of the body which we think to be less honorable. Upon these we bestow more abundant honor and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. Oh, guys, we're about to tear this up, man. I love the Bible. God, please bless this lesson. Bless this word. Sorry for always taking forever with the introductions, but please have your way. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, guys, with that text, man, with 1 Corinthians 12, there's three different people here. In the whole body, in the whole church, in the whole world, when it comes to the body of Christ, when it comes to just Christians, there's three types of people. There's people who are up front. So sometimes those people want to be seen. They do what it takes to be seen when they should really humble themselves and, you know, focus on the other members who are lacking, who are feeble, who are uncomely, who need the love the most, who are weak, who people look down upon, right? That's who should be given the most love, not the people who are up front. So, yeah, we praise people who are up front. That's one group. The other group that First Corinthians is talking about, First Corinthians 12, is people who are behind the scenes. So sometimes these people, you know, they're scared to be themselves. They're scared of what other people will say. They actually live for people's opinion instead of, instead of being different and, and playing the role that God wants them to play. This is First Corinthians 12, guys. You see that? And so then also the other group of people, the third group of people, is people who don't want any part to do with the body. And it could be for two reasons. Either they feel like everybody's everybody at the church is just holy and perfect, and I'm not worthy to go in there. I'm not worthy of being used there because, you know, what can God do to me? Oh, man, what an awful mindset, man. I pray in Jesus' name you feel like that. God gives you, reveals who you really are in, in Christ so that you can be everything he wants you to be for the body of Christ, for everybody. Man, we're about to set this up, guys. Let's get ready. I'm building it up. So, yeah. The third group of people are people who don't want to be seen at any point or who simply don't care at all. So they think that they're good all by themselves. That's actually verse 21 through 25. We've talked about that all throughout this series on my YouTube channel, 1 Corinthians 12, and on why I go to church. So y'all check that out again. So, Yeah. And then some people just think people suck and they don't want anything to do with them. But yeah, that, that's those are the three different types of people in the Corinthian church and where they're, where they're coming from. And Paul was addressing that. So guys, which one are you? Which one are you? So why are you holding back from the church? Why aren't you giving the church your best? Why are you hiding who you are from the church? Why are you holding back who you are from the church? Why? So, guys, we can't afford to live like that. So, if you look at First Corinthians 12 again, I, I read verse 18 through 19. I'm going to read it again. But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased him. So, God chose the eye to be an eye. 
He chose me to be me. He chose you to be you. You're not called to be anybody else. This was the best decision. God's will is perfect, man. He when he calls when he makes you an ear, you're called to be an ear because the body of Christ needs hearing. Body of Christ needs people who are willing to listen instead of talk. You guys see what I'm saying, man? So, you know, God's calling you to be you and to function in your role. And if you don't do this, man, I think I cover it in verse 19, but I'm gonna cover it all throughout this video. So y'all get ready. In verse 19, and if they were all one body, where were the body? So we were all the same part the same body part, the same, we would have the same function. Oh my, just imagine if everybody was an eye. How can you walk? How can you smell? All you can do is see. How can you speak? That's not the body of Christ, guys. The body of Christ has many members, like it says all throughout 1 Corinthians 12, uh, verse 20. But now are they many members? Yet but one body. I think it says it again in verse um, 8. Verse 19, I just read it. And if there were all one member, where were the body? Yeah, it says it again, but I don't need to look for it. <laughs> I just, yeah, guys, let's keep on going, man. So differences are beautiful, but a lot of Christians don't think differences are, be are beautiful. They actually think that we should all be drones and be robots and be the same as believers and be just like them. Everybody should be just like them. So you can't prophesy. Man, you need to prophesy. You can't speak in tongues. Man, you need to speak in tongues, brother, or you're not saved. Like, People think like that as Christians, but are you serious? Paul literally talks about that all throughout 1 Corinthians 12. <laughs> There's variety in many parts of the body. Your whole body ain't the same function. So why do you expect other believers to be the same function? And Paul says that many times, many times throughout all his epistles and throughout all his writings that the body that we're the body of Christ. That is so powerful. So he's using a human body. How many functions are there in a the human body? How many, how many parts are there in a the human body? I, I Somebody said 7,500. Either way it goes, that's a lot of parts. There's a lot of functions. There's the flesh. You know, there's the tissues. There's the the, the lungs, intestines. You guys get what I'm saying. There's just a lot of parts. Fingernails. Those are parts. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, guys. So, all right. So, let's get to this, man. Let's get to this. So, the, my video is titled, Don't Rob the Church of Your Gift, Hoarding Your Gifts, Not Using Your Gifts, and Being Selfish for Your with your gifts. So guys, here goes my one of my main points. When you don't use your gift, the body is not as healthy as it can be. Use your gift. You know, don't rob the church of your gifting. You know, God has you here for a reason. God's placed you at the church that you attend for a reason. So you feel like you have no function in, your, in that church that you're at. You feel like that church is stupid and pointless. Make it fun. That's what God's calling you to do. You're young. Be young. At your church, it needs young people. You feel like it's filled with old people. Good. And you're the only young person. Amazing. The church needs you. That's the biggest reason why I'm entering the ministry at the local church that I attend, at my dad's church. Because my church needs me. Right? That's not prideful to say. Like, I have a function. I have a part in the body that I can play. And needs needs to be met at that church. And at whatever church you go to, is there a need? And you've been denying that need. You've been forsaking it. You've been... Just, you know, totally, you could be oblivious to it. But, you know, let's say you're not, and you've just been neglecting it. Is that the love of Christ? So, guys, you guys see what I'm saying, man? So when you don't use your gift, the body is not as healthy as it can be. Guys, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But uh, so here goes another one of my points. It is evidence of the Spirit of God working when everyone is using their gifts. So one of my favorite scripture verses that I had memorized uh, for the longest since I've been saved was Matthew 18, 20. You know, for when two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. 
So guys, like when we're not fellowshipping, when we're not functioning in our roles, when we're not letting God use us and we're not expressing our gifts to the body of Christ, man, how's God going to be in the midst of that church? You guys see what I'm saying? So that's why a lot of churches are dying off and stuff because people aren't gathering together. You know, they're not utilizing their gifts when they are, their gifts or gift, whenever they are gathered together with other believers. They're sitting down in a pew. I'm going to cover that in a minute. You know, I'm going to just keep on going because I'm going to cover all that in a minute. So here goes one of my other points. When a, one person is not functioning in their gift, we all do not function. And when we are, are disconnected, we all feel the loss. So guys, like, let's say if you cut off your hand, I use this example in one of my videos. If you cut off your hand, your right hand, let's say I do it right now on this video. Am I going to be able to move my right hand if it's cut off and y'all can see it all on social media? No. <laughs> the blood won't be flowing through it. That comes from the heart of my body, right? So if the blood's not flowing through it, what's going to happen to that right hand? It's going to die. It's going to be motionless. It's going to stop functioning. It's going to turn cold. You know, it's going to eventually decay. Oh, that is so powerful, guys. So, guys, like, when you're not functioning in your part of the, in the body of Christ, and you just refuse to do anything with the body of Christ, man, if you feel like you don't have to go to church to be saved, if you feel like you don't need to help that church, you're good all on your own. You get, you get what you get, you know, from God on your own. Guys, God didn't call us to be, we're the body of Christ. What does that mean? He didn't call you to live alone. If you're a hand, you need to be a hand, a part of the body. Otherwise, how are you going to function? Guys, when you're disconnected, we all feel the loss. So the body will know it doesn't have a right hand. If I cut off my ear, my body will know it doesn't have a right ear. If anything happens to my mouth, let's say I lose all my teeth, my whole body will know because I won't be able to talk like I do now. Guys, every body part, every part of your body is important, right? So, guys, just sitting in the pew ain't enough. Just going to church ain't enough. You guys see what I'm saying? And when you don't function at your fullest capacity, when you do not expand your potential, and when you do not offer your gift unto the body of Christ, we all suffer. The whole body is affected. Guys, are you hoarding your spiritual gift? Are you robbing the church of your spiritual gift, of your giftings, of your talents, whatever you have to offer? Are you kidding me? How is the body supposed to function? We're going to talk about that. I'm not even going to spoil it. So, guys, have you tapped into your full potential for God? None of us have, even if you've been doing it and you think you've been doing it. You ain't reached the full capacity yet. Let's just be real. But but have you tapped into it at all? Like, you know what I'm saying? Have you been utilizing it, right? Are you allowing your gifts to be utilized in the church? And are you pouring out everything you have into the church, unto all believers, unto this whole world, even unbelievers? What are you doing? You're right. So, guys, here goes one scripture verse I want to read for you guys. I'm going to share my screen again because I want you guys to see this scripture verse. It's Romans 1. So, again, Paul writing this again to the to, – to, to, I don't know who he's writing to. But let's do Romans chapter 1, right, verse 11 through 12. So he says, for I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end ye may be established. Mm, mm, mm. That is, that is that I may be comforted together with you by mutual faith, both you and me, guys. 
Y'all hear that verse, man? That verse is so powerful, man. So let me stop sharing my screen. So guys, Paul used one of his spiritual gifts to strengthen them, to strengthen their faith. That's really what he's saying in verse 11. In Romans 1, verse 11, for I long to see you. He longs to see another believer. Why? See other believers, see the body of Christ. Why? That I may impart unto you some spiritual gift, guys. God has given you a spiritual gift. Verse 8, verse 7 talks about that, and it talks about it again in verse 11. It talks about it continually in 1 Corinthians 12, but verse 7 says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. So your spiritual gift, once you're saved, you receive a spiritual gift. The Spirit is within you, and now it's about to come out of you. You're, you're not meant to hold in the spirit. You're not meant to hold in the manifestation of the spirit. You're meant to serve others, give unto others. I'm going to talk about that in this video. But guys, the, man, the manifestation of the spirit, that is so powerful. It can manifest himself even more in you, the more faithful you are. But if you're not faithful, is the spirit going to manifest himself in you more? If you're not going to utilize what he's already the gifts that he already given you? No, like you have to utilize those gifts. You have to not hoard it. You have to share it under others. Man, we're tearing this up, man. So, man, why? To the end, ye may be established in Romans 1 verse 11. You guys see that? We will all be established. We will all be prosperous in our ways when we're utilizing our spiritual gifts, when we're allowing the spirit to manifest themselves in us and expressing it unto others, man. Unto the body of Christ. Oh my, do it unto the body of Christ and see what happens. We feed off one another. We edify one another. That's what he talks about in verse 12 in Romans 1. That is that I may be comforted together with you by mutual faith, both you and me. We come together by mutual faith. That faith is in Christ. It's mutual. We've got faith in Christ. Now the manifestation of the Spirit has come upon us once we repent of our sins. And we really and truly believe earnestly with our hearts that Jesus is the way. Jesus is the only way. There are many ways. That people think there, there is to get to heaven, but we know that Jesus is the only way. That's it. That's it. <laughs> we know that we can't be righteous. We can't be holy. We can't. Um, we make mistakes. We sin. We got a lot of work to do because we're in the flesh. And until we're out of flesh, we will not be all the end all be all and be everything that we're supposed to be in Christ because of the flesh. And because we have the flesh, we know that we need Christ more than anything. And once we got Christ, we got everything we need. I keep on going. But that's how you know you're saved. Let's keep on going. So, yeah, we're comforted together by mutual faith. Both you and me, man, we all need to be strengthened. Why? We use our spiritual gifts to strengthen others in their faith, to strengthen one another, even to strengthen ourselves. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But, yeah, here goes one of my main points. Spiritual gifts are given to us so we may strengthen others. I already said that. This means we won't get any bit. This doesn't mean that we won't get any benefit from using our spiritual gifts. You know, verse 12 says in Romans 1, verse 11 through 12, you know, it's for you and me. Right, guys? So abuse it, use it, waste it, use it. <laughs> like you guys heard that saying before, abuse it, lose it. Right? So here goes one of my main points. Gifts are given to be given, not to be hoarded. God doesn't give you a gift just for yourself. A lot of Christians are just living for themselves, living for what I want. And my biggest pet peeve, people do it at my dad's church, my local church, where I'm going into the ministry under. Um, ugh, they just sit in the pew and don't do anything. They literally, I don't know why they come to church. They just go to church just to, just to, I don't know, just to take. I'm going to talk about that at the very end of the video. But like, yeah, it's just, you know what, I'm going to it right now. 
you know, gifts are not given. I mean, yeah, gifts are not given just to be given, you know. No, gifts are given to be given, not to be hoarded. And here goes another point. They were right if you are hoarding it, right? So, guys, that goes to that same scripture verse that uh, it's in uh, Matthew 3, 13, verse 12. So, Matthew 13, verse 12, it says, whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. Here goes another scripture verse, Luke 16, verse 10. He that is faithful in in that which is least is faithful also in much, and he that is unjust in the least is also uh, unjust in much. So how do you expect God to give you more if you do not look after the little that he's already given you? And here goes another point I have for you. There are many of us that are willing to do great things for God, but few of us are willing to do the little. So, guys, if you refuse to do the little things, you refuse to love the people you don't want to love. You refuse to serve at the in the churches and in the ministries and help out the people in the church, in the body of Christ, who you consider the weak and pathetic and uncomely, like it talks about in 1 Corinthians 12. You guys see what I'm saying? How is God going to manifest himself in you if you refuse to serve? Even Jesus came down from heaven and came down from his throne in paradise, the perfect place to die for us, to go through hell on this earth and receive hate from people he created when he could have just done anything to make them, make them love him, make him, make them love him. So guys, like if Jesus humbled himself, if Jesus washed the disciples' feet and they weren't willing to wash each other's feet and that was Jesus, God, you know, what are you called to do? Right? So like, man, this is so powerful, man. This chapter blessed me so much, man. So yeah, like I was saying, guys, uh, gifts remaining unutilized. Sometimes we do it because of fear, you know, because people hurt us and, or just because of lack of faith, right? So guys, whatever your reason it is, man, it doesn't justify letting your gifts go doormat. So people not wanting to get involved causes gifts to go doormat. So it causes other believers gifts to go, core body, right? It causes other gift, believers gifts to go doormat. And it causes you, your gifts to go doormat as well. So, and then also, also, I should say too, people not wanting to get involved, people not wanting to utilize their spiritual gifts. They're, you can't teach others. You can't edify others. You can't help out others the way God wants you to, to help them out, right? Because you not utilizing your spiritual gifts is causing others not to know their function in the body. It's causing others not to receive every, the nourishment, everything they need for life to get the revelation from God that they need. This is the body of Christ, guys. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and I did a video, uh, Be Faithful with Little, talking about this, guys. Are you faithful with your gift or are you abusing it, wasting it? You know, you waste it, you're going to lose it. You know, <laughs> if, if you abuse your gift, if you abuse this life that God is giving you and don't utilize it to its full capacity, you're going to lose it. I mean, we're going to lose it anyways. Hey, hey, there's a difference between losing now and then losing in all eternity but you guys get what i'm saying so yeah guys like something else i want to say to you as well is like you aspire to do great things begin with the little things right so we we have spiritual gifts to aid people in their afflictions to give them joy through all adversity faith is threatened by afflictions so the more we struggle the more we go through pain and suffering in this life it's really testing our faith and you can lose faith. So you're not utilizing your spiritual gift. You're refusing to give people the hope that they need. 
you refusing to be used by God in the way that he wants to use you, no matter how small you think it is and how stupid you think it is, is vital. It's important because it can give people the motivation that they need. It can give people the life that they need, the inspiration that they need, the faith that they need to, to go on through this life, through the afflictions that they're going through. They need to be comforted, like Paul said in Romans 11, in, Rom, in Romans 1, verse 11 through 12. You see, all this is coming together, guys. So, like, yeah, spiritual gifts are given that we won't be easily toppled. So we can stabilize one another. So we can all function, just, just remain sane in this life. Guys, this is so powerful, man. You guys see what I'm saying? But yeah, I did that video. Somebody commented on Trouble Don't Last on my Instagram page. Uh, it's Jonetta. Jo yeah. Yeah, Jonetta again. Jonetta A. Rodriguez, uh, number 50. She said, Matthew 25 talks about the talents that he gave some multiples. Yeah, some multiples their talents. And one buried his talent and lost out. Yes, I've done many videos on that. And uh, on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, on just talking about the parable of the talents. Uh, menace, I think that's the name for it. Yeah, also I talked about it on uh, my series, First Corinthians 12, that I'm going through right now. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm nice. Let's keep on going. I need to keep on going. So here's a life application for you guys. This is what everything I've been saying. But uh, there will be people who need your gift. hoard it. Use it to strengthen not only your faith, but one another's faith. And so, guys, if you're not utilizing your spiritual gift, guys, if you're not utilizing every resource that God has given you, like this person mentioned, Jonetta A. Rodriguez, number 50 on Instagram. Y'all follow her. Uh, man, if you're not utilizing everything that God has given you, like with the parable of the talents that I talked about, I need you guys to see this video before I talk about spiritual leeches. Spiritual le leeches and cancers spiritual cancers. That's what I'm calling it. But guys, I talked about be faithful and little in this video right here in the Why I Go to Church um, series on First Corinthians 12 on my YouTube channel. Y'all check that out. But yes, uh, yeah, I just want to ask you guys, are you faithful and little? Are you faithful in the little things that God wants you to do at your church? Or do you feel that it's beneath you? Which some people actually feel like. They feel like the church and they feel like just they're functioning the body and the way that God wants to use them at the church is not as big. It's not as grand. It's not as great as the pastor or other people at that church. So I'm not going to do it. Oh, man, that is awful, guys. Somebody said, what chapter in the Bible are you getting into today? I'm in 1 Corinthians 12. So my whole series of 1 Corinthians 12, why I go to church? My YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. Check that out. You want to watch the beginning of this video. So, yeah, let's talk about spiritual leeches and uh, spiritual cancers. All right. So. Here goes one of my points. If you have been given a gift and you don't distribute it, you are a spiritual leech, right? So leeches suck blood and the life out of bodies, right? That's all leeches are good for, sucking blood and life out of the body. You can't live without blood, the blood of Jesus, amen? <laughs> and the body of Christ functions from the blood, the body, you know, the blood of Christ, right? So... <laughs> As believers, we're all part of that one blood, that one source that all gifts manifest from, right? Because the Holy Spirit is God, God is Jesus, is all that stuff, right? They're all connected. So, guys, there's a need in church that is not being met, and you are refusing to supply it. So if you're just going to church, sitting down in the pew, not doing anything, you're a spiritual leech, right? You're just sucking the life out of the church. That's why churches are dying out today. 
you're one of the reasons. So maybe the problem's you. That's one of the videos I did on a series where I go to church, First Corinthians 12. Check it out on my YouTube channel. Let's keep on going. So also, guys, you're a spiritual cancer. You know what cancer is? So sometimes there's a part of the body that only serves itself. You want to know what that is? Cancer. Cancer only serves itself. It doesn't serve the whole body. Everything else in your body, if it's functioning the way that God wants it to wants, he wants it to function, they all do different things. Difference is a good thing, right? People in Christianity think Christian different is of the devil. Like we should all be the same. You shouldn't be different to me. You know, that's a some Christmas thing. But God doesn't want that. He wants everybody to be different because why? If everybody, if every part of your body was the same, it wouldn't be a body. So if every part of your body was an eye, it wouldn't be a body. If every part of your body did the same function, it wouldn't function. It wouldn't be a body. It would be dead. Because think about it. If all your parts of the body, let's say you still have all your parts of the body. Let's change the scenario. You still have all the body and all your parts of the body did the same thing. There's only one time when that happens. One time. It happens when you die. All the functions of your body stop. That's a dead church, a dead body. Guys, if you're going to a church that everybody's functioning the same way, it needs, it needs new life, blood, new functions, new gifts, different parts of the body functioning in it so everybody can see the beauty of Christ. This is so powerful, guys. Like, I love First Corinthians 12. Tell me so much about the church. I pray it's blessed you too, guys. So, like, yeah, like, Oh, man. Let me just finish this out. So the God's goal with the body is for all parts to work together. So with the body of Christ, with the church, we're all supposed to work together, even through our differences. There's beauty and diversity. Beauty and diversity. Everybody think only white people go to heaven. Only Chinese people go to heaven. Black people don't make it to heaven. No, all black people are condemned. Like, what? There's different parts of the body. I talked about that with racism on my YouTube channel. Y'all check that out. It's one of my last videos I did. So just look for racism. But uh, it's also, I think I, nah, it wasn't of this series, I don't think. Let me look. Yeah, I'm going to share my screen and show you guys. Yeah, check out this video I did talking about what I just said. I don't need to repeat it because then I'll just go on a tandem. I need to hurry up and end this video. Yeah, racism has no place. So I used... Um, Revelation 7, 9 through 10, and then uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 25 with that. So, yes, that, that was great. Um, yeah, check out that video. I'm not gonna even going to explain what I just said. So, yeah, there's parts of the body, and there's many parts of the body, and we all need to work together. So, eyes and ears do not serve themselves, but the whole entire body. So, guys, I told you, there's only one time in... There's only anytime there's there's a part of the body that does just serves itself is cancer, right? That's all it is, cancer. That's why cancers exist, guys, right? So um eyes and ears do not serve themselves, they, they serve the whole body. Without your eye, <laughs> how are you gonna blind people are awesome, daredevil or marvel is awesome. <laughs> but let's be real, like people who have sight that know what seeing is like, I'm pretty sure when you go blind, it's just gonna be hard to function. And it affects the whole entire body. You're not going to be able to navigate through life like you did before. You're not going to be able to see the beauty of life like you did before. <laughs> you can't have vision. And a vision can't make it plain on what life is like. It's a dark place, guys. You have to adjust. Your whole body has to adjust. But the eyes make it easier 
for the whole entire body, baby. Like, it doesn't serve itself. None of your body serves itself, man. I'm going to keep on going. Without the ears, what your ears listen for the whole body. It keeps it from danger. Your eyes keep your body from danger. Guys, this is what the body of Christ is supposed to do, man. <laughs> the hands, they do not feed themselves. Hands can't eat. Hands have to go and put food, get the food to put it in your mouth, right? So your mouth, guys, would be nothing without the hands. So nobody can brag. So whatever part of the body you are in the body of Christ, in the church, you can't brag. We all need one another. Humble yourselves. This is so powerful. I love the Bible, guys. We just all need to be humble because we all need each other, right? So here goes my last function, the heart. It supplies blood for the whole body. Without the heart, you'll be dead. We all need one another. And the heart is hidden. There's so many parts of the body that are hidden. If you feel like you're nothing, you feel like you have no no uh, significance in the body, you're not vital, your gift sucks compared to people who can prophesy and teach and motivational, whatever. Like, you know how we compare gifts and compare who's more holier than now and better than other people? Like, you can't do that in the body of Christ. That's Paul's whole point, which some of the Corinthians were doing. Paul's whole point is <laughs> we're nothing without one another. So I talked about that in my whole series, you know, why I go to church. Um, yeah, guys, just, just check out that whole series. All right. I, I can't explain all this, but you guys, man. So go, I'm going back to my questions, guys. I, I pray you were blessed by this lesson. So one of the questions I had is like, why do you go to church? What's the, what is the significance of church? Do you feel like church is stupid? I pray you don't because there's so much work to be done. I talked about this on my YouTube channel as well. I said that, you know, the harvest is plentiful. There's much work to do for the Lord, but the workers are few. The workers are few. Are you doing your part? Are you doing your work? Or are you just working for yourself? Like, guys, so many people just want to receive a good word for themselves. But what about, what, what are you doing for the whole body? What are you doing? You know? Some people want to hear that music from the church, man. That church choir, bad, man. I love the choir, man. I just, I like being with other believers. So I'm just going to go to church and I'm going to leave. I ain't going to do nothing else. I'm just going to go. They're going to give me what I need. I'm going to bounce. Guys, is that the life of a believer? What? Are you kidding me? There's way more to the Christian life, man. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few, guys. So we all have a role to play. Are you functioning in that role, in that gift, in the body of Christ? I pray you are. Or are you hoarding? Are you robbing the church of your gifting? Well, there's a scripture verse in Malachi. People always use it for tithing, but it's definitely for other stuff too. You know, God doesn't like people who rob them. Like just robbing, stealing, hoarding, Hiding your gift. That person, yeah, with the talents, man. Parable of the talents, hiding your gift, hiding your talents, hiding the resources God has given you and not giving it to others, not sharing it. That's Christianity. That's love of God. God doesn't hide his gifts. God doesn't hide his love. God gives us everything. We got to do better. As a church, as a body of Christ, as everything, guys. We got we to gotta do way better, man. I think I'm going to go ahead and end the video, man. I think that's all you guys need. But yeah, I pray you were blessed by this lesson, man. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. Uh, follow me on my Instagram page, my underscore daily, my underscore daily underscore Bible. Uh, my other Instagram page, Trouble Don't Last. 
And yeah, y'all comment, man. Comment after I post this video. Comment. Let me know if this video blessed you. If you got any questions, if you got any video ideas, let me know. Because I love answering people's questions on YouTube videos. So that really helps me to get more videos out and stuff like that. Because I need to do that way more. People have been asking me questions, but I, I need to just do it way more. And then I'm on uh, Snapchat and uh, Twitter, Trouble Don't Last as well. Uh, and then uh, TikTok too, Trouble Don't Last. And Tumblr, Trouble Don't Last, number one. Sean Christopher Jenkins is my Facebook and LinkedIn page. And my podcast, I'm on every podcast platform, Elo Cast Crossroads. I'm going to read some of these comments, man. Somebody said, good night, sir. You are working good as preaching. Thank you so much. Y'all follow Sam underscore Buffalo 06. See, I'm doing better at just uh, – at just um reading people's comments during videos. I'm trying to get really good at it. And then he also said, thank you so much. This has helped me to get closer to God today. Amen, brother. That's my goal is just to get everybody as close as possible to Jesus, reach as many people as possible for Christ, gazillion, bazillion people, way past my lifetime, because I'm like, that's not going to happen in my lifetime. <laughs> that many people don't exist right now. So perfectly all my ministries and just my work that I do for the Lord will last forever. Yeah, that's my biggest fear. And then uh, also uh, Janetta Rodriguez, Rodriguez, number 50. Yeah, she's my favorite right now. She's going to comment forever. So she said, God is love. We have to draw. We have to draw them with the love of God. Amen. Yes, we do. And then she said, I like your teaching. Thanks for letting God use you to help us to understand more of God. God bless. Thank you so much. Y'all are so kind. Like you said, all parts of the body is needed to help the church grow. I go to church because I need to be filled with the word of God and to fellowship with one another. Amen. Yeah, we do. We all need that. Like, that's the thing, guys. Every part of the body needs each other. Like, what will we be without one another? Like, we all, we don't do the same things. We all do different things, man. And you don't know what you what need you have until sometimes until you're where you need to be. Like, when you're at church, when people, God is moving, guys. When two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. God is good, man. Like when you're with other believers and you're functioning in the way that he called you to function, it's a beautiful thing. There's not many churches like that. So I, I pray like this, a revival happens and it will be like that again. But if not, it's going to be like that in paradise and glory. So I can't wait, guys. So yeah, guys, my questions I asked at the beginning of this video, hopefully all of them were answered. You know, uh, what is church? You know, why do you go to church? Do you feel as if you are given the church, you know, i.e. your local church or the church, the big church, you know, the body of Christ, all of heaven, if all of glory, all the kingdom of God, everything you have. Or do you feel as if church is stupid, guys? So I pray you don't think church is stupid anymore. I really don't. Like, there's just so much, so much to do. Like, you feel like church is stupid, do something fun. Make it cool. Make it hip. That's what we need. Like, so... <laughs> I'm only getting older. Oh, yeah. My birthday was on December 28th, 1992. My birthday just passed. I'm 29 now. The Lord is good. So, yeah, I got a two right here in the nine. It looks better on my YouTube channel, by the way. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want to leave a donation, if you guys want to bless me with birthday money or whatever, like, you, I'll leave my PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, and all that stuff uh, in, the, in, the cap, in the caption of the videos and stuff. So, I'm going to go ahead and head out, guys. Let's see if I can do another video or other stuff. So you guys have a good one. I pray in Jesus' name that you have a remarkable and just stupendous week or day until we talk again. Uh, Yeah, just 
guys, share this video if it blessed you. Share my YouTube channel and my ministries to other people, my Instagram, Twitter, Snap, whatever it is that you like uh, seeing my post on or whatever you're watching from because I'm, I'm everywhere. So, all right, guys, I pray that. And I pray that God helps you with your gifts, guys. I pray that God helps you not to rob the church of your gifting and the talents that he's giving you any longer, man. Because, man, time is short, guys. We don't have long to do uh, for God what he wants us to do. And I got to read what this verse says. Y'all got to follow the underscore, I mean, the underscore kings underscore kid underscore number one. I, I follow you on Instagram, man. I appreciate you, brother. That's my guy. He commented earlier. Let me read what he said. Keep on feeding us these powerful words, brother, with these teachings and the things that you feed us daily. And we'll continue to grow. May God continue to richly bless you now and always. Amen. Man, I feel like when y'all blessing me so much, like stuff about something about to pop off. Like, <laughs> like God's about to really like, oh, like, you know, do something crazy, like, like a revival or something. I really feel like, I don't know, guys. Yeah. Thanks for the blessings, like for real. Like I really feel like if if I'm more blessed than I am right now, like let's say I get a Tesla or something. Or, well, I want a Bugatti if I got any car. I don't like cars. I'm not a car person. But if I had money, I would get a Bugatti or a Hummer or Escalade and just get out of my parents' house. <laughs> but anyways, guys, like yeah, like if when I get all that stuff because I don't have it, it's because of you guys. So I appreciate all the blessings, all the love. All the support. But yeah, let me go ahead and get out. I talk too much. So you guys have a good one. God bless you. Thank you so much. And thank you, three, two, four, period, Tam Theresa. So y'all follow her. Thank you for all your support that you're giving on my social media pages. You're truly a blessing. I see you. Just wanted to let you know that. I gotta start telling you guys I see y'all because you mean a lot to me. Y'all mean a lot to me. Y'all are special. All right. So the more y'all comment, the more I want to give you guys the love. And just God bless you all back. Yeah, guys. All right. So y'all DM me. Talk to me. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.